Okay, we are live. Hi, folks. Hi, Pat. Hello, Lele. And this is the present show. This is another week. I am excited that there is also Pat this time because last time I wasn't there and last time, last time I wasn't there. And today, uh, our guest is an um, amazing guest. And we are actually introducing an amazing topic, something that I think I, I really feel that everybody should know and practice because we will see also how why it's so powerful. So Stan, uh, Stanislas, welcome to the present show. Thank you for coming. Yes. Hello. Good afternoon, everybody. And thank you for the invitation and this initiative. So before starting, can, can you tell us something about you? So who, who you are, what you're doing? Yeah. So I was born in Tahiti from a French father, Cambodian mother, Vietnamese grandmother, and Chinese great-grandfather. And my wife is Indian, and my daughter was born in Slovakia. I was also married in Turkey. So basically, I, I feel like being uh, an international citizen. And, uh, and I work also for the Foreign Affairs Ministry of France. And everywhere I go, I just do my duties and the best as I can. But I also love to share my passion about uh, meditation and heartfulness. And, all of these activities are done for free on our free time. And mm -hmm. it's just a nice thing to share, like the present show. Good ideas, good initiatives needs to be shared and done to all. Perfect, Stan. So to tell us the, the difference, because we often hear mindfulness and we talk about mindfulness, but what is, what is heartfulness? How does that fall into this spectrum? So basically, mindfulness is, is coming from Buddhism and uh, few decades back, it, uh, the techniques of uh, meditation or the Buddhist practice were taken to the Western world, especially in the US, uh, including by John Kabat-Zinn. And they used the techniques of meditation or this Buddhist practice, and they applied it to some specific medical programs, especially to, in regards to reducing stress. So we call these the mindfulness based stress reduction programs. And after seeing the results on stress, and we could see that it has many, much more benefits. And they develop other programs on the emotional intelligence, on the psychology, and now you have many declinations of the mindfulness programs. But every time we, we want to go deeper into mindfulness practices, then it always comes to the dimensions of compassion, love and kindness, care, all the goodness of the heart. So basically, when we, when we do mindfulness, we do mind training to learn how to regulate and train our focus and put it in some directions. And there are many benefits, stress reductions and clarity of mind. And, and also, uh, we can develop what we can present in, like, mm -hmm. like when we do this uh, focus on certain types of exercises on the body, on the body scan, on the breath, then we develop part of the brain relative to the cortex or to the lateral cortex. Otherwise, when we are not doing meditation or when we are not focused on something, we have brain activities which are related to the middle part of the, of the, of the brain, on the top and middle part of the brain. And these parts of the brain, they are all related to self-awareness, self, uh, like um, why I'm doing this, like when I'm talking to you, or may I have some thoughts, or you may say, oh, why is talking so much? Why is this so detailed? And what is happening? When is my coffee? So we have all these self-reflecting activities 
which are happening. But when we meditate, then we develop other parts of the, of the brain and they are related to sensing. So one of the major benefits of mind training is that we learn how to be focused, how to be regulated, and we change our default mode network towards parts of the brain which enhance our sense of presencing, being in the moment, in the here and now. Now, that is great. The mind is powerful and can make a lot of things, like all what we have seen here all around exists because someone used his mind and used his mind power. So now we can use this power of the mind to invest in our inner self and discover that there is much more available within ourselves. And there is one specific organ which uh, allows that the, the goodness of the person, the goodness of the heart, will allow the heart allows the, to, the best qualities of the human beings to be expanded. And so when we come from mind training and we, uh, we move towards compassion, love and kindness, we come to the dimension of the heart. Mm -hmm. And this is what we call meditation. And then when we allow the dimension of the heart to be manifested, you know, then we can also develop our sensing, our feelings, and we can tap into our intuitive consciousness. And we can allow these feelings to be much more with our observation, with our mind training. We can see how they are, you know, functioning and how we can operate it from our heart. And uh, this is where, uh, you know, we come from mind training to meditation, where we can dive within the self discover its potential, enhance our intuitive consciousness and allow our consciousness to expand. And then after we can go much deeper, which is what we call the awakening of potentiality. Mm -hmm. There are so much potentials which is available in the heart, in the overall system. And all the ancient traditions like in yoga or Buddhism are giving a lot of um, descriptions on different points of the, of the brain, of the, of the heart region, on the back, on the chakras. And all of them are related to certain types of consciousness. So I try to give um, uh, um, a clarity of framework. So we start with mind training, then we go into meditation, then there is expansion of consciousness. And then if we want to go even deeper, we can see that there is much more, the awakening of potentiality of another kind of, uh, which is available to all of us. Mm -hmm. so, attention. It's a, it's a great, great summary and overview. Question that maybe some of the viewers might be having is, can you, can you start with heartfulness or would you have to go first mindfulness meditation and then? Yes, it's, um, we, we invite people to really trust themselves and you know, your heart will feel. Start with what you feel like uh, trying and do it fully with your full heart, full attitude and intention and derive the best benefit of it. Then I see, okay, so with mind training, I am available to, I am very performant with my mind. I can be, I can reduce stress. I can improve my decision-making. Emotional intelligence is improving. My positive thinking is enhanced and my happiness overall is also multiplied. But does it, is it sufficient to my inner self? Sometimes we may be very content by the external world, but still inside we feel some kind of dryness. There is not like life purpose or inner fulfillment or like the, the joy of the self, you know, you just feel you are, you know? Mm -hmm. And then if that is, we have this call, then we may move, you know, very naturally into meditation and dive into the, 
the heart dimension. And then we can see, okay, oh, I feel so good when I have this devotion, I mean, these qualities of the heart, generosity, and I can see it is making my life much more performant, you know. And then, okay, so now what's next, you know? You know how my, then I have my consciousness, which feels okay. I I am becoming more sensitive. I am my people. I feel more connected with people. The quality of my life is kind of changing. So then the consciousness is is evolving and expanding, and there is no much limit to that. How how the how love and compassion and the goodness of the heart could be limited, and then when we keep on exploring, then other stuff are popping up. And because we have developed clarity of mind and generosity of the heart, this potentiality can really, you know, boom and change our life. And as, uh, as uh, we, we, we were discussing as well, like from a business perspective, right, when we talk about mind and, you know, becoming, you know, super control of the controllers of our mind and our action, it, it's, it's, it's very nice, right? So it's something cool that any leader, any manager could say, yeah, I want my people all to learn how to control. But from her perspective, is a bit less, uh, it, it's harder to grab the, effectiveness right but we discussed right, that is really powerful so what are the benefits from from uh, you know human perspective in business of heartfulness meditation yes so first is about stress reduction you know people who are you know stress is 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 positive it's not necessarily negative and we call this you stress so because of the stress, I've, uh, there is an adrenal, uh, there is chemical reaction. My adrenal line is pumped up. Then it is enhancing my focus. So my capacity to concentrate is improved. And therefore, I'm able to perform very well in what I am doing. And since I am doing well, I feel happy because I feel contented of, of my, my, my performance. But when there is a too high level of stress, then you stress becomes distress. Mm-hmm. And when we are exposed to that in a too long, for a too long period and for too high level, that can be harmful at the physical level, at the mental level, and you know, uh, much deeper at the emotional level. So when we are stressed, then there is a fight or flight mode uh, process which is triggered, and that has three impacts. First, the, uh, the blood of the inner viscera is pushed to the outside limbs because I need to fight or flight meaning that it is no longer nourishing my inner organs. So therefore I am living on my reserves. So I cannot be for too long time tapping into that reserve. It's like when we have fever, you see, you can feel how much you know, energy is drawn from my, mm-hmm. uh, my, my system. So when I am the stress, the same kind of process of tapping into my energy is happening. And second effect is that it is uh, putting on hold my immune system. Therefore, people would tend to fall sick in a much more higher propensity. And third thing is that the blood of the brain will go to the lower part of the brain, meaning that it will stop the access to the prefrontal cortex, which is related to decision-making, analysis, and rational thinking. So therefore, when I am stressed, I can't think. Not because I don't have the knowledge, the competence, the expertise, or intelligence. It's just that physiologically, I am not in a posture to think and perform. So when we do relaxation, so we reset our body and our captors to a normal functioning. In heartfulness, what we do is that we bring our awareness towards the heart to reestablish what we call heart-brain coherence. 
And that is a very conducive posture to perform higher cognitive activities and to reposition ourselves to, to in a position to perform and, and, and work and decide and concentrate. So that is one first aspect. The second aspect is it is improving decision-making because you know, the biology of decision of, uh, of thoughts is that first it goes to the amygdala, the middle brain to check if it is safe or not, okay? Mm. Then if it is safe, I am not going to be eaten. So then it goes to the prefrontal cortex to the decision-making part. And then it will say, okay, is it right or wrong? What are the pros and cons? What is it that I should do, okay? But then it won't make me decide because I, I, may, I have to relate to the, to, the, to the situation to see if it works with me. So it refers to another part of the brain, to, to the, the amygdala and to the basal ganglia, which we call that, which is called the wisdom of emotions. Mm -hmm. It is a part of the brain which is recording all our emotions since we are born and which is making our priorities, our values, and even our moral values. So when I have to decide, then I, I will refer to that priorities and I have to feel that it is proper to me, that I can engage with that. We often speak about gut feeling. You know, decision makers, they will read a lot, but then when they have to decide, they have to feel if they have the gut feelings so that I can engage and I can hold on, and, on that project and I want to move it forward. But now there are also some researches which are showing that we can also tap into the wisdom of the heart. When we meditate on, on the heart and with non-self, uh, related objects, then we are actually able to encompass the feelings and the, and the expectation of the others. Mm -hmm. And there are some, some researches are showing evidence that we are making actually wiser decisions because we can include in our thinking the others' behaviors, expectation, and we can include compromises. So uh, eventually the company then can become more productive because a lot of better decisions were taken. So, you know, that's, that's the selling point, folks. Uh, <laughs> but uh, now we are missing one, one piece. How to do that? How can I focus on my heart? How can I increase yeah. and start? Also for who never did that, right? How can I start? And uh, let's make it a little bit of practice so that we can actually touch it. Yes, thank you. I just would just like to add that there is um, the next step is that it is enhancing emotional intelligence, which is a key mm -hmm. element for our, our success in career. It comes, it, according to Daniel Goldman, it accounts for 85% of the qualities required for our success. And of course, it is affecting, it is rewiring our brain, which is by default or by nature affected by a negative bias. These are from the researches for Dr. Rick Hansen. And therefore, by doing meditation, we rewire our brain towards positive thinking. So now how to start to meditate? We suggest to learn to relax first. We actually, if you want, we can do it. So we will, I will uh, explain that the relaxation will allow you all your body to be in a neutral and balanced and normal functioning. And then if the body is relaxed, then the mind can relax. And if the mind is relaxed, then I can meditate. And I can allow, observe my inner intuitive self to manifest before my non-judgmental observation. Should I explain more or should we just dive into the process? Let's dive right in. Okay, thank you. So <clears throat> you can sit in a comfortable posture, okay? With the back straight, but with attention, you know, feeling totally relaxed. So that's, I, I won't have to, I won't be disturbed by my body and I can just 
pay attention on the process and on the feelings. Then we can gently close our eyes very softly, very lightly, feeling totally comfortable and relaxed. And you can allow your breathing to be natural and invite yourself to feel relaxed. And you can gently bring your attention to the toes, moving them gently, allowing them to relax and to release all the tensions, allowing you to feel completely comfortable. And you can feel the healing energy of the earth entering through your toes and spreading through your feet, relaxing your heels, ankles, and gently moving up towards your lower legs, relaxing your calves, knees, And you can feel the energy now moving up towards your upper legs, relaxing your thighs all the way up to the hips. And you can sense the energy now heading up towards your back, spreading from the tailbone all the way up to the neck, allowing any stress, any tension, any pain to be released and allowing your back to feel completely relaxed. The energy is now oozing out towards your abdomen, relaxing your stomach, kidneys, your entire belly. Allowing your abdomen to feel completely relaxed. And the energy is now moving up towards your chest. And you can breathe in deeply. As you exhale, just let go. You can feel that your chest is now completely relaxed. The energy is now heading up towards your shoulders, releasing all the stress, tension, weight, pain, allowing your shoulders to simply melt away. Energy now moving down towards your arms, relaxing biceps, elbows, forearms, wrists, hands, fingers. You feel that your hands are fully charged with this energy, 
which is now oozing out from your fingertips. Gently bring your attention to the neck. And feel the energy now moving up towards the back of your head, the ears, temples, jaws, cheeks, chin, lips, nose, eyes, forehead, all the face muscles till the top of your head, allowing your entire head to feel completely relaxed. Now you can feel that from the tips of your toes till the top of your head, your entire system is deeply relaxed. And you can invite your mind to relax. And gently bring your attention to the heart, inviting your heart to relax, And feel the light, feel the peace, feel the love which is there. And let you immerse in that feeling for a moment. When you are ready, very gently come back to the here and now and gently open your eyes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that's that's actually what we could do every every day as well, right? Something like uh, five minutes, four minutes of uh, this body scan and focus on heart and energy, and this will bring us towards. Uh, Is it not nice to start our day with ourselves? No, the first time when we wake up, just connect with my intuitive self, my inner self in the goodness of my heart yeah and, and go on with the day with that feeling it can make tremendous and every time we feel stress or we're not so aligned minutes of relaxation and, and something can make a huge difference before meeting before stress meeting before meeting my mother-in-law or no. yeah all, all good all good. So thanks a lot, Stanislas, for, for being here and sharing it with us. As usual, you're always welcome to come anytime you want to share. Present show is, is here for this. So thanks a lot. Uh, Pat, as usual, the last word is yours before we close and we say hello to everyone. So bring more mindfulness and more heartfulness into your life so you'll have a more full present. Thank you so much. Enjoy, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.